You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Cougar Town After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Cougar Town After Show. Hey there, Cougar Town fans, Cougar Towns people, Cougar Townians, whatever you want to call them. Uh, welcome to AfterBuzz TV. You know where you are. We're doing the Cougar Town After Show, Season 5, Episode 13, We Stand a Chance. I'm Matt Lieberman. Joining me as always, fantastic and talented Miss Jenica Torres here. Hello! Um, Stephen Lemieux in the booth engineering for us. Hello. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, and we have three fantastic guests with us tonight. Uh, the showrunner of Cougar Town, Mr. Blake McCormick, is here. Thank you so much for having us, guys. Um, and two of our amazing writers, Jen D'Angelo, is here. Hello. And Melody Derlichon. Yeah, uh, she's just give me the thumbs up. It's, uh, it's but, a hard last name. It's, I, but I think I, I handled it with a plum. And uh, we're all very happy about that. Uh, because of the sheer size of our panel this evening, normally we review a single wine. Tonight we're reviewing three, because we've already worked our way through two. Uh, the fadeaway Pinot Noir, uh, I thought was was very, very nice. I know a few of us were drinking it. Any I thoughts like the on the one? one. Uh, the red one? They're <laughs> yeah. all pretty red. Uh, the Pinot's great. Uh, we've also got the Bogle Vineyards uh, Petite Syrah, which I'm enjoying right now. And if anyone runs out during the podcast, we have the Chateau Saint-Michel 2011 Cabernet Sauvignon from the Columbia Valley. It's a big deal. So, gang... Uh, what a fantastic finale, a nice capper to uh, a really fun season. It's been a pleasure to recap it all season long. And, um, you know, Jenna, from the very beginning, you called it that there was going to be a Cougar Town baby this I season. I didn't know if there was enough sex on the show to call for a baby, but <laughs> I was hoping. You were hoping. And I was right. And you were totally right. Well, I mean, we started this season with with uh, Trav and Lori sex practically on scene. Scandalous. I know their first episode was pretty if you, uh <laughs> If you watch that shower scene really slow, you can actually see the moment of conception. We, uh, <laughs> we, we, we plotted it out that far in advance. Uh, yeah. Her hands on the wall. That's It's, it's smart. It's a, little, it's a little Easter egg. She just yeah. says a really long gestation period. <laughs> yeah, she does. No, it's it's one. Of, it's the lost logic. You know, you yeah. plan it there right from the very beginning, exactly. and it's right. it's that symbol. But now we know a union has been made. Yes, genetically. Um, cool. Well, th- I can't believe I was right though. I you sh- always make you should be I'm proud. Right. Be be proud. You knew I it from the very beginning. Proud. I'm proud. Okay. I mean, we thought about breaking them up. How did you call that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that it was going to last. I was okay with it. I thought they would pull through. Like, in the beginning, we didn't know if they were going to make it, mm-hmm. um, if everyone was going to be okay with it. And so, I was just thinking... What was the discussion in the writer's room? Was this something that you saw coming from the beginning of the season? Uh, I, you know, last year you, you got them together. So, you know, how do you continue that? Well, at the end of every season, we try and do something that feels big and significant and mm-hmm. uh you know for the past three seasons we haven't known if we were doing a season fal- season finale or a series finale uh so we knew we wanted to go out in something big and uh a wedding or an engagement just felt wrong for those two uh but we thought a pregnancy would be good for them and for jules just complete unpredictability and uh, her life's about to get very messy Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, they're so used to having their adult fun, right? How are you going to be able to enjoy all this wine and all this fun conversation and all of the various lies that you give to other people when you have a small child around? It's why we never see Stan. No one I know, even, where is Stan? I, I don't know. Uh, he we, looks like Dexter's baby, by the way. I'm just saying he would have been <laughs> cast as a perfect Dexter baby. He, he could uh, grow up he, into he, he disappears conveniently right? for, for several seasons at a time. Yeah. 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 He's fine, though, guys. He, don't yeah. worry about it. He's him. being raised by the television and probably at this day, day and age, the YouTube. I mean, he's a nanny. They sprinkle some cereal on the floor. He's, he's okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's he's fine. totally fine. Yeah. Tom hangs out with him. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's got one of those, uh, my girlfriend has a cat feeder where every time the bowl empties, more pours down from yeah. the top. So I imagine that's what he's got, but with like a Lucky Charms dispenser. He, he might be dead. We don't know. <laughs> he might be dead. Yeah. Just a slow drip of the fountain in, yeah. in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. He's just there. We kind of thought that Tom might have a love interest this season. Yeah. But just Jules. Yeah, just Jules. Well, here, let's let's talk about what happened in this episode, and then we'll get into more of a general discussion. Uh, we have lots to ask you. It's it's always fun to have uh, writers on a comedy in here, because I feel like the, the writer's room environment is entirely different. Every episode, you know, could lead to the next one, or it could be a complete standalone. Um, and I want to talk about where these characters are and how the show has evolved since it moved to TBS. Getting ahead of myself. So, the big news this week... Uh, Jules, she's got this physical. Uh, if she screws it up, her life insurance policy will be through the roof. White people problems, man. White people problems, man. I hear it. Um, I'm so happy that you did that. This, like, uh, <laughs> it just, I, I grew up, uh, you know, where I grew up, white people were a serious minority. Um, so. <laughs> where did you grow up, Matt? I, well, I grew up in New Jersey. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, it, it just. New Jersey is full of white people. <laughs> they are, but they are not in my high school. Oh, okay. Um, or, yeah. <laughs> It's a very divided state. Gotcha, gotcha. There's there's a lot of like streets that are like barriers, getting getting away from the episode. <laughs> but that those jokes spoke to me very highly. Um, so she needs some pee. Can't be her own because uh, sure. Ellie is dumping happy pills in her wine when she's not looking. She's a good friend. She is a good friend. I wish I had more friends with happy pill prescriptions. Right. That you know would dose me. Right. Yeah. That was actually an interesting uh, standards thing is we found that happy pills we could get through, but we tried Xanax, um, and then we tried uh, uppers and downers and everything, and the only thing they would let us get through was happy pills. That's so strange. It's nice and vague, right? That's, like, so perverse, though, because that could be anything. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's just straight up LSD is what, what she drips in. Yeah. Exactly. Because Happy Pills does not sound like the street name of ecstasy or anything. No, not at all. You know, that pill that makes you happy. Yeah. How could you get those confused? Yeah, I've definitely never asked for those. Definitely not. No, we've never bought <laughs> drugs. Anyway, so uh, she, Lori volunteers, gratefully, her, her pee, and uh, Jules goes to the doctor, and she just puts on the most convincing show ever. She's not overdoing it. Uh, when she says, you know, just give me a place to pee my pee, my own pee that is mine, and I will pee it, and we'll all be very happy. And the doctor's like, uh-huh. Uh, unfortunately, though, we get a bit of news. Well, or maybe fortunately. I think unfortunately, because I'm a pessimist. But we find out that Lori is pregnant. Uh, with, with a baby. With a baby. Probably well, Travis's baby. We, You assume it's a baby, but... We haven't talked about this. She's had a storied life. She has. She could be pregnant (laughs) with an alien. It's a a goat. Or Or a dolphin or a goat. Uh, All right, so we have uh, baby, alien, dolphin, goat. Any other takers on what she's pregnant with? Could just be like a computer. Ooh. (laughs) She's pregnant with... true, the iPad mini. With an iPad mini. (laughs) Or just like a full desktop computer, like a Dell. Like, oh, like a 90s era Dell? Like a dude you're getting a Dell era Dell? This is feeling very product placement-y. What what is the computer that's going to come out of her womb? Hey, man, that's a good opportunity to get some Uh, dollars. It's a Hewlett Packard, really? Wow. Hey, man, they were willing to pay through the nose to launch their new... HP, boring, whatever, PC. Anyway, that was a terrible joke. Uh, Yeah, so she doesn't know how to handle it. Thank you for the reassuring (laughs) hand on the shoulder. They can't all be winners, Blake. No, no, I mean, 300, that's uh, that's a good batting average. Thank you. It is a good batting average. That's what I strive for. That's what you strive for as as running a a show in its fifth season? Just my own life. Okay, sure. Um, So she has no idea how to deliver this news. Uh, So instead of, like... Taking them aside privately, I or know, like I can't believe she was so public about it. Right, she she's was like, let's throw a putting party. up I was uh, like, decorations. She loves life, she loves life. She does. Yeah. She That's does. the insanity that it is, Jules. Though I mean, yeah. everything's public. Nothing's <laughs> quiet. Nothing's behind closed doors. So way it's to true. find out you're pregnant in a group of <laughs> in publicly. I, I mean, better to learn from your close friends than from strangers. But the fact is. You know, Trav is 22. He just graduated from college. And my whole fear going into this and in, even into this relationship is just Lori has, li- has lived far more than he has. He was a sheltered kid. Uh, and, you know. But they- he was mature. He was hanging out with adults. He was totally fine. Yeah, right. He has the spirit of like a divorced 42-year-old totally. man. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. 
Well, I would say on some levels, on some levels, he's more mature than, say, a Bobby or a Grayson. But at the same time, he's got his whole life ahead of him. We don't know how he's going to react to a child. Thankfully, though, he's so in love with Lori that this is something that he's not only open to, but that he's he seems ready for. And it's it's kind of gratifying to see a young male character not shy away from a pregnancy on television in 2014. We did shoot an alternate ending where he goes, that ain't mine, and then he runs out, and then what? the show ends. That didn't go through? <laughs> that didn't shoot. That's uh, not a thing. Well, we, it just it tested very poorly. <laughs> um, yeah. Did, uh, was the tag just like a, a <laughs> dance remix of that ain't mine? And yeah. he's uh, break dancing with Grayson and uh, Bobby. Yeah, he's uh, he's wearing a fake mustache in Puerto Rico. He's uh, he's just he's just oh, run away. Oh, oh great! He took it like a champ. That's crazy news to find out at such a young age, mm-hmm. twenty two. I mean, I think about twenty two, and I'm like, would hate to have a baby at twenty two. Yeah. You know? Well, like, I I think he took it like a champ the moment he heard it, but if. Supposing we do have another season, I think it's going to be a giant pain in the ass and a very big mess. And like, <laughs> we didn't want to have them get engaged and 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 make people think everything is going to be perfect and happy and they're going to be a great family. Because if there is another season, um, they're probably not going to get married. They're going to struggle through this, and uh, maybe they'll stay together for a while. Maybe they won't, but they're going to be bound maybe together they by won't. This. I don't know. <laughs> Cougar Town always has such happy endings. I can't imagine them not figuring it out by the end of the episode. Well, I, I, I was concerned, and, and you know this because I was talking about it last week. I assumed that, you know, having Chick move in, which is just such a huge... Uh, by the uh, way, who predicted his death? That was me. Yeah. Well, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm, gl- I'm so happy to be wrong. Yeah, but the fact is... I did not want to kill Chick. Good. I can't believe you guys were thinking about killing Chick. That was actually that was one direction we almost went. Uh, yeah. Too predictable. Too, too predictable. Well, I'm glad we right? didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, we just love Ken Jenkins so much, we didn't want him to not be on the show anymore. So sure. we went the opposite route and said, why don't we yeah. have him back for every episode? I would if they come probably back. need a week off if we kill his character, because I like Aww. him so much. Yeah. He's so yeah. sweet. He's great. And he, he did furniture, guys. He did an amazing <laughs> job this week. He did an amazing job. Whether And, and honestly... It's the first example we have of what the show would look like with him on it more often. What he's like hanging out with the guys at Gray's Pub is, you know, it's kind of like almost repiloting the show. What is the show like with Ken Jenkins as a regular? I want more. I want more. I I really enjoy his interplay with Grayson and Bobby. Um, I'm still worried about him as Alzheimer's is definitely going to get worse. Um, I hope that he lives to see the baby get born. Jeez, oh, I mean, so gloomy. <laughs> it's not what the show is about, Matt. I understand that that's not what the show is about, but doesn't it prove how much I care about the show that I just want the I best for everyone? I think okay, it does. Fine. Yeah, you have to accept that there are terrible things that happen in life, Jenna. Okay, not on Cougar Town, obviously. Okay, <laughs> okay. Sometimes on Cougar Town, hey, Grayson and Bobby could have <laughs> lost that breakdance battle. <laughs> They could have taken a really dark turn. Yeah. I think they did lose that break. Okay, they did lose. But yes, but there they was walked no out. Judges. But they didn't they, care, yeah. With their heads held high. They, they left true, before and there no, were any scorecards held Exactly. Up. No scorecards, no judges. They forfeited with their heads held high. It's true. Uh, one of the, uh, the, the horrible things about editing an episode down a time is you have to cut out stuff that you love. We had about... 18 minutes of them break dancing <laughs> that would have just been phenomenal to watch, but we had other things we had to get to. Well, so, unfortunately, is DVD still a thing? Uh, there you go. You that's can put that, it on that, the DVD. That's our, that's our Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Yeah. Laser discs. Laser discs. Yeah. Just, make, just make all that footage the loading screen for the discs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um, so she's trying to figure out how to, how to tell them what's up. Unfortunately, though, just when she's about to tell them, they have this huge blow up, uh, over at Andy's, which we'll get into in a minute. So there's this rampant, we got to take down the decorations. But of course, no one takes down any decorations. Everyone's just taking the stuff that could have stayed, the food, the wine, anything fun. Uh, so they don't, they don't do many things well. Yeah. Um, it's true. Yeah. But, uh, when Travis walks in, he's so distraught, he doesn't notice the congratulations banner still (laughs) on the wall or the several balloons or the fact that just everyone's there waiting expectantly for him. It's a big deal. They're just hanging out as normal. Sure. And they do weird things like that could have just been any day in their lives. That's you're actually, you're absolutely right. 
every day is just so kind of quirky in the grand scheme of things. He could have walked in and it could have been congratulations for anything. It could have been congratulations to Bobby. He found that quarter that he was waiting for all his life. On a normal day, if Tom walks in with balloons, is anyone going to be really like blown away? No. No. Yeah, Yeah, I guess you're right. It's kind of weird enough for him. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So they're... They have to cancel this wonderful moment. Uh, Travis is in supreme turmoil, but thankfully the two of them were able to make up. They love each other. They realized what they had, and Jules was able to put together a wonderful moment as she let them know that they're pregnant, and Trav owned up to his stuff. He- I know. I'm glad they did that. I'm glad they did the makeup before you're pregnant. Right. You know, because it would have been so awkward to be broken up and then you're pregnant and then getting back together just because we're pregnant. Yeah. Well, that would have gone to the It Ain't Mine story that we ended up with. Right. Um, And honestly, one of my favorite things about it is we lead to this wonderful moment between Chick and Jules. She's freaking out over this whole thing and he gives her the same advice that he gave her 22 years ago when she was pregnant with Trav, which, you know, cycle for... You know, she was 22 when she had Trav. Trav is now 22 having a child. So odds are it'll turn out at least as good as Trav, which, considering his character, is a good thing. He's a nice guy. Things are, like, evolving the right direction. Yeah. So, you know, by, like, their grandchild, great-grandchild, things will be better. Okay. For the Cobb family. You think that they're they're moving on up? Feels like it. Mm -hmm. Trav's is pretty legit. Trav's is pretty legit. Not a millionaire yet. No, he's working a coffee box, so yes. they're going to be living under Jules' roof next year. It's yeah. it's going to be a full house. Oh, wow. Yeah. So is that is that definitely happening? They're both li- they're both living under Jules' roof? Not definitely. That, that's, that's what I think is going to happen. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll leave it open. House. He's the showrunner, yeah. so if he says that, I'm going to like be on board with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. but, but he's also going to keep saying it ain't mine. Um, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Throughout. Well, that could be just a fun couple joke. I feel like that's something that Lori actually yeah. would get on board with if mm-hmm. it was her idea. I love you, but seriously, it ain't mine. Yeah. Um, and it could be a thing uh, that actually I'm like, I'm legitimately imagining this as an episode. It's a thing that they do, but Lori secretly has some, uh, self doubt about it because it, ke- it brings her back to the idea that Travis could still bolt, leading them to the nice moment. Anyway, I'm going to stop writing your show. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk. I mean, you guys are the ones getting the paychecks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk really quickly about iTunes because I have to. And I'm sorry. I love iTunes. Um, folks, yeah. Great gift cards. Great gift cards. Yeah, there's a lot Not of Not just music. Yeah, movies, podcasts, TV which you shows. could get for free. TV shows oh. like Cougar Town. Oh, yeah. Give yourself a little more. Um, we're pouring some wine right now. But here's the thing, folks. After Buzz TV, you know, we put out over 60 hours of quality content a week. Uh, we, we really love doing it. And the fact is, uh, every time that you rate and review one of our shows, it raises the collective water level of every show on the network. It's how we get our sponsors. It's how we get great guests like Blake, like Melody, like Jen in the studio to let them know this is, you know, a, a great place with a great audience. I'm sorry, and- the dog, Travis canceled. We, I was really, was really supposed, pissed he was off. Really supposed to be here. And this is so him. He booked though. a movie. Yeah. He's so typical. He Dog Travis a is a diva, yes. and honestly, the way that he's raising those pups, I'm concerned. The masks in public, right? dangling yeah. them over hotel balconies by the nape of their neck, as a dog does, very scary. He wouldn't um, even talk to the puppy actors when the cameras weren't rolling. <laughs> wow, it was, it was really cold. It was cold. It's Ice, cold yeah. treatment. Ice yeah. cold. It was really sad. Um, yeah. And you know what? I, I just I want the best for them, and I hope that uh, they're able to extricate themselves from that situation. It's not nice. Okay, so Andy, meanwhile, his job is in trouble. He's got sales so low that when his boss ranked everyone's sales in the entire company, they just forgot to include him. That's bad. So he's so sad. I love Andy. He's like our trooper. He's our yeah. you know he's know. our guy. He's just he's so nice. Kind of he's the rock. So he's nice. very stable. Keeps things in order. Stable. Cheerful, childlike enthusiasm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. And works. Exactly. And, and he's probably the one we see working the most on the yeah. show. Yeah. I well, mean, he wears a tie. Except for Grayson. I mean, Grayson's at, at work most of the time, but is it really work? He's never talking to customers. He's no. only polishing glasses. It's, he just polishes glasses. It's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. 
It's his OCD, though. He does not like a water stain. That's true. That's true. And yeah. I don't either. Yeah. I don't want But what stain. about his chicken fingies? <laughs> they are. They're the they're real deal. Fine. Yeah. They're, they're fine. They're the real deal. They're Everyone some. They're fine. They're some <laughs> fine, fine fingies. Um, so Andy decides, rather than actually try to pursue a real client, to make some fake clients in the form of Lori and Travis, posing as uh, newly minted app millionaires, which Lori and Travis, you know, jump into wholeheartedly. Travis looks so fine in his ascot, which no 22-year-old millionaire would wear. He has to realize maybe, this. Maybe, maybe. He's an odd guy. I mean, he really have is. you seen the hipsters mm. cruising around? Like, I am one. <laughs> Not without an ascot. I have a hooded vest and a wooden tie. A those wooden are, tie? A wooden tie. It's oh. actually pretty badass. Those are, that's pretty amazing. Thank you. <laughs> but ascot, think about it. Okay. Think, just think it's about pretty, it. It's impressive. All right, fine. Fine, everyone. You've beaten me down, okay? Does it make you happy to see the shell of a man before <laughs> I you? It's I usually it, I me and Chelsea. Ridiculous, too. Okay. It was ridiculous. Right. Well, I mean, you're playing make-believe. Not you want to be... Not since Freddy from Scooby-Doo has a man pulled off an ascot. It's, it's... the truth. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dan Bird, we need to talk to him. We need to let him let him down easy. Ascots aren't necessarily the thing for yeah. him in the future. I feel like Lori probably was like, babe. Ascot. Yeah. Yeah. It's very Lori. Yeah, exactly. It's how she views millionaires. Yeah. That had to be like a Mr. Hal tie-in from Gilligan's Island, right? For sure. Isn't that her her frame of reference for a millionaire? Absolutely. Is there another reference we should have? I think Um, so. I mean, (laughs) did her mom ever briefly date a millionaire who then went on to do something wacky? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I imagine that whoever that was, they wore an ascot. Her father was a state comptroller. Yes. Yep. Oh my god! Is that something that was actually established on the show, or is that something you just know? No, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm um, trying to remember, like season one ish. Oh my he, god, so long ago! I mean, her dad was like a real dude with a job, and then what? Yeah, and then he ran off. Or Lori's family was the second family, and he had a real family, and yeah, he had a real that family. That sounds and they familiar. Up, and they knocked up Lori's mom, yeah. right? Um, so they jump into this fake marriage wholeheartedly. Fake marriage. This is like fake the season. Mm-hmm. Like There's all a... season we've been faking all sorts of things. Well, I feel like on Cougar, t- it's a Cougar Town trope. The fake yeah. something, fake it till you make it mentality. Right. It's, you know, it's something that we've revisited a lot because it works for these people. It's, it, you know, think about at the very least in Jules and Bobby's case, right? They had to grow up real fast when they were very young. Bobby is still very childlike. Andy still has this childlike enthusiasm. One of the things that I found most rewarding about Grace in this season is peeling back his masculinity and discovering the child within. I know. He's been so nerdy this season. I love him. Yeah. It, and it, it, it legitimately, it plays right into Josh Hopkins' wheelhouse. I love what he's doing this season. But the fact is, these are all people who were forced into adulthood uh, without really a ton of experience or a ton of knowledge that has served them very well. You've, you've seen this show. I've, wa- I've watched times. it. That's I've amazing. watched it since the beginning. I'm impressed. How is it? Is it good? <laughs> I, personally, I enjoy it. Some oh, people... It's no. true. Everything in their lives is, is, is very pretend and make-believe and they've all had to grow up fast, but I mean, to be honest, they don't really have jobs. I mean, they kind of do. Right. They're always just goofing around and um, there are a lot of things in their lives that are kind of fake, you know, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, they're just all around the island, and that's kind of where the show lives. Yeah, exactly. So let's just do whatever we can to maintain the kitchen island and not have to sell it. Exactly. Um, and if that means you got to fake a marriage to fool a boss into thinking that you're about to land a multi-million dollar client, then that's what you do. Um, unfortunately, however, in making up these uh, vast backstories, or well, a vast backstory for Lori and giving just Travis a name that was basically Travis, Tavis, um, they didn't really talk about the future in their own relationship, and it kind of blows up in their faces. You know, uh, Travis wants to move to New York, be a photographer. Lori wants five kids in the country, which, I mean, who boy, five is a lot. Five is a lot these For days. anyone. Five is a lot. I've actually <laughs> seen... My old one of my old managers broke up for the very same reason and the same example. She wanted to live in New York City, and and he wanted five kids. They were married for Mm, eleven years. He wanted to live in the country. He didn't like crowds. I'm like that is a 
legitimate they divorced over that like yeah. they were really happy together five but, is like what marsupials do that's 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 not that's, that's, a, that's, litter. Not, that's not a human thing. trait it's a litter. It's a it is it's, litter. that's a full it litter. Is a litter my mom is one of five like i'm like well, it's beautiful to, it's it's beautiful when you I, have five i wish there was more of that i know it's a very human trait to do and <clears throat> five is a lot though. it's beautiful it's way it's it's a lot and for these two, especially being so young, maybe a little intense, it's a lot to drop on Travis right in the moment. But then also, he's not listening to her or paying attention to what her dreams are in his vision of life. He's like, how are we supposed to raise five kids in New York when I'm a famous photographer? How am I supposed to be a famous photographer if we're having these kids? Uh, why isn't he meeting her halfway? Which makes it, to me, all the more rewarding that he's willing to give up that dream to be with her. Well, he values her that much. Realistically, for these two, I mean, he is he's a mature 22, but he's still 22. And, you know, they've been in the world of the show. They've been together for just about, you know, maybe two months. Oh. And is that all that's passed? It's just two months? Just this season, it's yeah. Not a lot, man. And it's, it's, it's very honeymoonish. And, yes, they've had their little squabbles, but, I mean, they've never had serious conversations about the future. And mm-hmm. they've never really thought about what their their lives were going to be if they stayed together. So that's what we liked about this was kind of forcing them to confront that. And um, they have never talked about what they wanted in their lives. So, But now they kind of have to figure that out. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I'm just worried, you know, would Trav resent Lori for never, for, you know, being there and not him never taking that shot at being a photographer? Like Keanu Reeves and Devil's Advocate. I assume exactly. That's, I, I assume that that's what you've based the entire course of the series on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, great. No, I think though, uh, I, I think that they are both, um, committed to each other enough at the moment that they can probably find their middle ground. I don't know what their middle ground is. What's the middle ground between the country and New York? Uh, New Jersey. Richmond, Virginia, actually. <laughs> I was just going to say Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> so. Cool, guys. I'm from California. don't know where that is. <laughs> Me too. It's in Virgin- Virginia? I'll, take, I'll, I'll nope. take you some. No? I haven't heard of it. It's just my, on my the, parents, my parents the are there. So oh, the, okay. the first state, Virginia? Nope. No? sounds familiar. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah. Fake marriage blows up, We lead, but it leads us into this very lovely baby moment. Uh, baby cool. moment. I can't believe we had our baby moment. Yeah. Well, you, here's the thing, Jenna. Well, she's pregnant. There hasn't been a baby moment. <laughs> I'm okay. going to just say right now there won't be a miscarriage. <laughs> there's <laughs> that, there's there, a miscarriage on Cougar Town. I'm going to stop watching. Uh, <laughs> on a very it, special it, it's Cougar tough Town. to do that really, really, really funny miscarriage episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You'll do it just like All in the Family with the episode where Ethel deals with that intruder. Oh, God. Um, now, do you think that they'll fast forward five years? They've done that on other episodes or other series where they fast forward and they start this season off five years ahead. That sounds like I a mean, lot of work, Jenna. Given, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't see us doing that. Given the amount of wine our people drink, like five years is a stretch that any of them are going to be What about one there. year? Yeah. Maybe two weeks. Maybe two <laughs> weeks. They're not going to be around. They're, they're, yeah. Listen, they have so much wine in their bloodstream now that I honestly don't know how much longer their hearts will pump. But, you know, here's here's the thing. We we jump ahead like that, and I totally had a joke, and I lost it. So Fine. If um, we talk about it, we could talk about it again, maybe it'll come back to you. I would appreciate that. Can you go back about <laughs> two minutes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the All in the Family episode where Ethel deals in the intruder. <laughs> Let's not do uh, that. Right. And um, we, all we know is she's pregnant. It's hasn't true. Hasn't been a baby. Hasn't been a baby yet. Yet. Um, oh, what I, I was going to say. Start, I hope they start. The, oh, go ahead. I figured out what I was going to say. It was a nice segue into it our next works. story. It yeah, totally It totally works. Works. Thank you, Melody. You're this welcome. is why you're a crucial part of this panel. It's the only reason I'm on staff is when people forget things, I circle back and it comes back. How much does that pay? Uh, like three fifty an hour. Cool. <laughs> um, so here's the thing: if we jumped ahead five years, right? Bobby and uh, Bobby and Grayson, who were grappling with being forty four in this episode, which was already hard enough, now they got to grapple with being forty nine. I don't see it. Yeah, I think we got to right. see that midlife crisis play out. You're right. Yeah. You're right. If I've learned one thing from Matt, it's he's usually right because we've been but called out wrong, so many times. You were right. 
No, our co-host, Chelsea, who's not here tonight, we've been called out so many times, and Matt's been right on everything, especially okay. the Dimeyes. We didn't think that Grayson was called Dimeyes. For whatever We didn't we, want to hear it. Yeah, you we didn't want to hear it because you just wanted him to be dime-eyed. a walking pair of abs, Fine. but he is I'm a man kidding. with dime-sized eyes and a heart the size of Texas. Fine. We give up. We give up. We give up. There's, okay. there's no cheese in a regular burrito. Fine. You have yeah, it. There's no cheese in a you regular win. burrito. Have it your way. Just like so here's the thing, right? Uh, Bobby has joined this new rec center. This, uh, he's trying to get more activity. Grayson is feeling very competitive because hockey season is over. So Bobby invites him, come on with me. We got a basketball class. It'll be great. Our basketball team, whatever. And it turns out that, you know, you shouldn't be signing up, uh, for classes while you're washing three puppies in a sink. I've always said that. <clears throat> yeah. Is that, is that advice that your parents gave you when you were young? It was the one thing my dad said before he kicked me out of the house. <laughs> Boy, don't you sign up for no classes while you're washing three puppies in no sink now. Yeah, and then he handed me a card. He's like, and this is the only other thing you know need to know. And then there was just a quote. It said, it ain't mine. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Keep going to the well, and we'll get water <laughs> soon. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, unfortunately, they're supposed to be doing breakdancing instead of basketball. Uh, and they're like, you know, screw this. But then uh, one of the young toughs... If I can call them that, is that is is that is that PC? He's pretty tough. Okay, that young was t- his name actually. Oh, <laughs> he's a rap artist. He's young tough. Yeah, T U F F. It's uh, <laughs> look for that on iTunes. I will. I will look. I will look for that on iTunes. I hope. I hope to see his single drop soon. Yeah, uh, but he calls them old. Grayson ain't having none of that. It's his Marty McFly syndrome. Someone calls him old. He has to challenge. Same way Marty, anytime called him a chicken, had to challenge. So. Um, he, he wants to serve up a hot piece of break dance after we stretch and learn a routine and do all the things that are necessary and we're just going to walk out while Stretching mumbling. is very important. It is, especially as you get older. Jane Fonda taught us that. Yeah. Uh, weird, like, numerical thing. I, it probably wasn't intentional. Maybe it was. Let me know. But, uh... Uh, Grayson and Jules are the same age. They're both 44, which is double 22, which is what Travis is as he's having a baby. And I might just go into like some kind of like a beautiful mind coma here if I keep thinking about it because this isn't lost. I was thinking more like pie. Like you're really getting in there. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> Matt gets in there. Yeah. He doesn't mess around. <laughs> I don't mess around. I get right in there. We're not going to follow that anywhere. We're going to let that die. Um, so... <laughs> They do stretch and they come back and break dancing is to be had and it's very very Impressive. fun to watch. Yeah, Impressive. Right. We, right. we should Impressive. we should mention that we have a writer who is a break dancer. Uh, oh. Peter Saji was a b boy on the mean streets of uh, the Santa Monica Promenade. Nice. <laughs> nice. So this no. was a bit of a passion thing to, to. I mean, he was he was broke. He had to break dance for sushi. It was yeah. Breakdance for, for sushi yeah. for dark days. Yeah, I mean when you're you know on the mean streets of Santa Monica, it's sure. yeah. I mean, yeah, he had to like pay his own rent yeah. and go to Nobu. White people oh. problems, man. Yeah, yeah, tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Well, he's mixed, so mixed people problems. <laughs> That's not a raise, but no, it could be mixed people problems. So what is that? Fifty percent white people problems, fifty percent what? Breakdancer. Mm, okay. Listen, breakdancer, if we're classifying breakdancers as a race, we're going to get into all kinds of crazy trouble. We should start doing that for sure. Okay. Let's find some. We'll start a delegation. United I Nations needs dance. to hear well, about you've this. You've got that box in your census forms that says other. What if it just said breakdancer? I always <laughs> am going to write in breakdancer <laughs> from too. now on. Me too. That gives Step Up a whole new meaning in that movie. <laughs> See? <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Yeah. The movie's about the Holocaust. A lot of people don't know that. What? <laughs> The breakdance holocaust. The breakdance holocaust. Yeah. A lot of people don't know about it because there was this whole propaganda thing trying to make it like it never happened. But believe me, the breakdance <laughs> oh holocaust God. happened and it was biblical. Yeah. It's like it's all the family episode is that. <laughs> full circle. When they, yeah. that breakdancer came into our house. Yeah. Do the right and then thing he, he, he woke you both up and said, it ain't mine. And then he bounced. <laughs> cool. Um, all right. So I feel like we've, we've adequately covered, uh, the episode, except for the very end, the tag with Tom, uh, bringing us back to his little Marwin call house, uh, where he imagines an, a, a scenario where Dimeyes finally leaves the group, uh, because, you know, with a baby, there's just one too many people. He's been uh, trying to kill him off all season. Quick yeah. interjection. Uh, 
you got the Marwan Call reference. Yeah. You've seen oh, it. Oh, he yeah. got it. Everyone needs to watch Marwan Call, the documentary. It's amazing. It's, it's really the smartest person yeah. I know. That was our inspiration for that story. It's on, I think it's on Netflix streaming. It has it been for was, a while. It was, at the very least. I don't know if it oh, still is. so good. Uh, he called it out immediately. He's been I'm calling so it that ever well, since. Because... It's the second Marwin Call reference I've seen in pop culture. It was you and it was uh, Raising Hope. Right. Also did a Marwin Call episode. We did episode. it first, though. You did it first <laughs> two years later? But we what found I, out about theirs after the fact. The difference, the difference <sighs> is, though, theirs was a throwaway gag for an episode, and you guys have not only built it into the framework of the show, it really fits in perfectly with Tom's character, it's which... It's so creepy. You know, uh... It's so creepy. Here was, uh, here was my first job as a showrunner season, uh, excuse me, episode two. Uh, do you approve $450,000 to build a... a, a <laughs> was that in? That's yeah, how much it was cost? hundreds oh of God. thousands of dollars. That's why we couldn't do anything else uh, on location I mean, this year. It was drove, pretty much, that was entire budget. They drove oh, those pieces down from San Francisco, the, the artist studio. His name's Fong. I can't remember. Fong? Yeah. Fong. Okay, I just want to make sure I got that right. F-O-N-G. They drove it down on these big trucks, like, minutes before shooting time. And, like, the whole time, every single bump they'd go over, they're like, go check the dolls. Mm-hmm. Just to the make dolls. Sure. They, had to do, they had to do the dolls, like, 50 times to get them right. It was... Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we were looking. We're like, it. yeah, can, can you make Without her question. lips brighter? Yeah, Without Jules's question. hip needs to pop just a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now there are theories that because of Marwin Call, the entire series takes place in Tom's head. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love this. I don't disagree. We're going to go out on a snow globe. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. With, with that little cul-de-sac. <laughs> And then inside of that snow globe is another snow globe with the model Marwin call cul-de-sac as well. Yes. Yes. And it'll be in the hands of baby Travis and Laurie, and it's just been their kids' fantasy about. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I'm about to throw this on the ground because we just And then it's inside one of those beers (laughs) that Matthew McConaughey's drinking in True Detective. The the Lone Stars. It's inside an HP laptop. (laughs) It's coming out of (laughs) of Laurie's room. (laughs) Yes, this was all an AfterBuzz TV exclusive. That is how Cougar Town will end. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Um, okay, so, uh, Blake, you've been on the show since its second season. Yes. Um, did, now, did you take over this year or last year? Uh, I took over this year. You took over this year. Um, so, what? Uh, can you kind of t- walk us through the transition? Uh, you know, you moved from ABC to TBS. Um, you know, uh, Bill and Kevin left the show. Um, you know, how has the series changed since, uh, since you moved to TBS and how has it changed in, under your tenure? Um, it's definitely gotten better. Um, that seems to be the overwhelming opinion from people that I talked to. Melody Mm -hmm. was telling me that the other day. Uh, the change from ABC to TBS has actually been surprisingly and fantastically, it's been, it's been very, very minor. Um, are you guys allowed to be more off the cuff? in, In theory, we are, but we, we felt like our show was established as it was on ABC, and mm-hmm. so we weren't going to get too much raise here. But TBS has been great. They're really supportive, uh, and they're really big fans of the show. Um, we're doing shorter seasons, so that's a good thing and a bad thing. On the one hand, there's fewer episodes. At the same time, you know, sometimes if you're doing 22, uh, you got to throw something together kind of last minute that might not necessarily jive with what you saw happening. And everyone's exhausted, and, you know, it's it's just a long season. It is. It is. So 13 is, it, it's actually really nice. You feel like you get to hit the story points that you want to for each character over the course of the season <laughs> and do a few goofy things. Um, but aside from the shorter seasons, honestly, uh, there hasn't been that much of a change from from our perspective. Okay. So what was the goal going into this year? Because, you know, we noticed several things over the course of the year. Uh, we already talked about how uh, Grayson's character, we've been exploring more of like his insecurity and the things that he has always wanted but was afraid to admit. That's actually, I, I think if you if you know the show very well, that's actually the biggest change in the show. Um, from season one, he was supposed he was to be like a jerk, like the dark, jerky, tough guy that like was supposed to be like very distant and alluring. And I think part of that is just how much we love Josh Hopkins, and he is the biggest ridiculous goof you'll ever meet. And so much of what happens with his character is straight from his past. Like, he was in a ridiculous breakdancing troupe when he was a teenager. And he <laughs> it, he loves doing all this goofy performance stuff. So we've just kind of leaned into who he is as a person. And so if you like that character better, that's, that's just who Josh is. But it's been fun for us. Oh, he's, we've had so much fun with him this season. He, he's game for anything. He's, yeah. he's so much fun. That, that was a moment, the breakdancing past, which, like, 
you know, Blake approaches the actors, you know, and kind of will film in on the stories. And I remember, I don't know if it was you or maybe someone else, but they told Josh, like, yeah, you're going to be breakdancing. He's like, oh, really? I used to be in a breakdance club. This used to be my name. And, like, it's everything we did on yeah, the pa- show. Party Train was his party train. Uh, was his name when he was, like, 13 years old. He's like, <laughs> and he just dancer. says it, like, you know, he's, like, in his, like, mechanic T-shirt sweating from the gym. He's like, yeah, I used to be Party Train. It's like, <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, he's, he's, he's awesomely ridiculous. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so after getting Lori and Travis together, um, obviously you've given them this arc this season. It, you know, do you intend to have them stay together through the rest of the series? I mean, it would be... Uh, when Bill was in the show, he would do this thing that we always loved uh, at the... By the Jen, end of the season, everyone is so fried. Uh, Bill, that, uh, Bill's one of the creators on the show. Bill Lawrence. Which oh, I was show? talking about Bill from Craft Services. But, uh, oh, my bad. Okay. Cool, yeah. Uh, but he used to bike. say at the end of the season when we, we would tackle something kind of difficult like last year, like, okay, Chick has Alzheimer's. Someone would say how are we going to handle that next year? And he'd be like, man, I don't know. We'll worry about it next year. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to get out of there and go home for the summer. So that's kind of always been our, our mantra is like, we'll worry about it next year. We, we literally don't know. Okay. Yeah, we have no idea. So when did you, when did you guys wrap? When, when was the last day of, uh, of work on the season? December 20th, 21st, I think. Yeah. Um, so uh, that like was our last day of shooting. A couple of weeks ago. No, Melody. Um, no, Melody. It's April 1st. I need to talk to you after this is done. It's about something different. Okay, Melody. It's April. It's April first. You Sweetheart, know. Do you want some more wine? <laughs> I've been having a lot lately. Okay. okay. <laughs> cool. Um, all right, uh, Jenna. D, um, I lost my question. That's okay. <laughs> I was thinking about something, but then I. <laughs> um, which? Uh, what was your your favorite episode to break this season, and maybe also what was the most difficult to break? Wow. Oh, Jen, yeah. you go answer. Jen, you're new, yeah, go so you're going to have the freshest approach to this. I mean, oh man, let's go around. You may know her as Asriel. <laughs> oh, that's the, right. The makeup's right. not yeah. as dark. This was Asriel, Trav's friend from the coffee shop. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. My hair was, was really greasy. Yeah. Black, she just black came, lipstick. You know, as is, and we're like, you should do this, and she walked right on set as as she got to work. So yeah. my favorite episodes are probably Azrael's episodes. And, <laughs> yeah, my least favorite episodes are probably all the other episodes that she wasn't in. So. <laughs> cool. Um, so walk me through the process of, of writing an episode of Cougar Town. It feels like it's it's looser in terms of plotting, I think, than a lot of other uh, sitcoms that I've seen. And I know that that kind of – that sort of happened – in the first, like halfway through the first season, when we found that the joy is watching these people interact around the island, drinking wine. Um, you know, is it is it ever tense in the writers' room, or is it typically just you know throwing around jokes? Um, Melody, is it ever tense in the writers' room? Be honest. Be honest. Do you know how many people listen to this network? <laughs> I feel like you guys want me to say yes, but it's not. It's, okay. <laughs> it's totally not. It's so easy. So nice. We just want you to tell the truth. It's that's great. <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's a like lot this. of fun. We have a very very cool group all the way around, uh, except for Sean Lavery. Um, <laughs> oh, but we have almost entirely cool group all the way around, and mm-hmm. uh, it's very much a free for all. Uh, all ideas are welcome. Uh, the bad ones usually get thrown out. Sometimes they make it on the air. Sheesh. Um, but, uh, yeah, we just kind of all, just whatever makes us laugh is, is what we want to pursue. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times that works out incredibly well, and other times it doesn't. And uh, I, I think more often than not, we get it right. So uh, we, yeah. we, have, we have a great room, and we have a lot of fun. Great. Now, would you say that most of the writer, like, how many men to women is it? Because sometimes Jules, sometimes she sounds like a dude. What? So it's sometimes feels like it's a male heavy. It's a serious I'll, I'll, accusation. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Sometimes she sounds like a dude. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. That is crazy. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, that's actually Courtney. That's that's who she is. She really? says she says dude more than anyone I've ever known. More dude. Um, she's she's dude and she's bro and she's man and she's she is a she's that is all her. She's from um, Alabama. She's from Alabama. Uh, she's the Alabama slamma and uh, we can we can put uh, sweetheart in her mouth, but it's going to come out dude. That's that's all. Dude. That's all Courtney. All right. Yep. 
mm-hmm. thought that it was just like a male heavy room. I'm like imagining all these guys and like two girls. We and we, we have two girls here. That's yeah, D fifty, I think it is. But a lot of the guys the girls we have, have to dance. Yeah, we uh, while the guys are working. Right, mm, so it's just go go boots. Yeah, um, and the guys we have um, are just very effeminate. So mm-hmm. it's really the chicks leading the room. I think as far as that, I understand yeah. that. Um, so Jen, this was this was your first year on the show, it um, and it's it's your first produced credits. Um, was it daunting coming into the show uh, this year? Uh, not really. Everyone was. <laughs> Did you hear that, Blake? She didn't feel daunted at all coming into your show, man. That was the first thing I told her when I met her. I was like, if you want to be daunted. This is not the place for you. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she didn't get up from the table, so I knew we had our, our we had our person. Uh, no, everyone was uh, was so great except uh, for Sean. Except for Sean, yeah, uh, yeah. Sean was just so mean to me right off the bat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was uh, definitely very scared at first, but then everyone immediately was so nice and so great. Um, so it was but like best. I was probably the nicest. But like Mel ah. definitely, yeah, Mel definitely bought me like a burrito. Mm. I feel like. Before anyone else, probably any within the first few days, yeah, um, with cheese because I'm whatever exactly. that argument was. Burrito should have cheese. Um, thank you, Matt. I'm thank not talking. I'm not talking thank about whether or not have cheese. I'm not talking about whether yeah. or not they should have cheese. A traditional one does not. A traditional <sighs> one does not. I'm just saying. Well, a traditional one a is debate. a very tiny donkey. Thank but you. A burrito that we thank eat you. has cheese. I appreciate that so much because a burro is a donkey. Yeah. A burrito would be a tiny donkey. Yeah. Which begs the question, how did we get here where we call wrapped up tortillas with stuff in them burritos? It's all the same. If it's a burrito, if it's a quesadilla, it's all the same. It's just a different shape. It's not right. the same at all. But that's what Bobby Cobb learned the other day after his, uh, his, his burrito fixation. Yeah, yeah but that's great. what I'm saying. He said it's not the same at all. It's a no. different shape. He's not a brave It's a different shape a, entirely. Man. <laughs> and quesadillas definitely have cheese. Yeah, okay. we learned to not disagree Sorry. with Matt because we've been told every time that we've disagreed. That's not, you make it sound like I'm we leading a dictatorship told. and we that's not what told. this is. Me, if Chelsea was here, she would tell you we've been told. That's why she's not here. Because she spoke up. Okay. <laughs> it's not why she's not here. She's busy. Um, okay. Uh, I just I want to thank you all for joining us. It's been it's been an absolute blast having you on the thank show. Thank you so much for having and us. And it's yeah. been it's been great watching the show this season. I, I you should be really proud. It legitimately I thank think you. is the best season they've season. done. Yeah. Well, thanks um, for watching. Yeah. And for the wine. Yeah. Hey. You're 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 very very welcome. Um, I think just like a, a couple of uh, a cup just a couple more questions. Uh, before before we head out, you know, what is something that you'd love to see next season and beyond? You know, I, I, I'm trying to remember, have you been re- renewed for a sixth season? We haven't. Like, I think we'll probably find out, like, actually in about two weeks. Okay. Uh, I'm optimistic. I'm saying, Should like, we tweet 67, to 68%. Oh, uh, please, by sure. all means. Please. By all we means. tweet to them? Yeah. Cougar Town TBS at Cougar Town TBS. Or uh, hashtag Cougar, t- Cougar Town TBS. Well, I think they have a Cougar Town TBS, though, too, right? Just okay. do both. Yeah, that's just do both. Both. That's both a double. A double okay. Tweet. Well, then we put that to you, the fan community. If you love Cougar Town, tweet, uh, tweet email, text. Do whatever you can do. Cougar Town TBS, let them know you demand a season six, because on the strength of season five, how amazing could season six be? I'll tell you. Very. And there's a baby. There's I baby. know. There's baby. a baby. Babies are always baby? cute. Will we see this baby? We don't know, because there still could be the hashtag Cougar Town TBS miscarriage. Maybe Stan will come back. <laughs> Maybe Stan's going to be like accelerated growth, and he'll be babysitting. Ha- Stan could develop that disease that Robin Williams had in the movie Jack. He could get that Jack disease, and before we know it, he could totally be... You know, the same age as the rest of the cul de sac crew. He's drinking wine, but he's still in his mind six years old. Maybe. He'd be jacked up. He could be all <laughs> jacked up. See, this is why you get the Cougar Town TBS yes. dollars. Save and I get the spin off. Yeah. Save the spin off yes. yeah. later. Yeah. yeah. Work on your packet. CBS. You know. Save that save that as a pilot. Um, cool. Anything else from you, no, Jenna? I'm good. Cool. Should we do predictions? Let's next? yeah, let's do predictions. Okay, we always do predictions Please. at the end of it. Your After Buzz yeah. TV predictions. We have sound effects on this show. I hope that's all right. <laughs> I wasn't sure if they were Don't coming in through okay. here, yeah. just like oh, the general no. ones. Yeah, no, we we got we got briefed before. <laughs> there we go. There's our normal prediction. Everyone else is hearing that, right? We got briefed beforehand, yeah. Melody. <laughs> I know that you you're afraid of prediction. sound effects. They're just, uh, they're coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, it's its okay. They're gone now. They're no, it's just because you're wearing back. headphones. You're wearing headphones. And oh! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, hello, hello. 
<laughs> it's April first. Did you know? Did you know? So is this all a joke? <laughs> this is all a joke. This never, never happened. Okay. Um, yeah. So I mean, personally, what do you see? What do, you see, what do I see coming? What do you see? Obviously, my crystal ball is a little bit clearer, but I'm just saying. Okay. Well, more accurate. Uh, I think we're going to get a baby next year. Um, I'm thinking twins. Uh, I'm hey. I'm thinking two. Twins would be great and crazy. The big question is: is it uh, is the baby born? You know, in the premiere in the first part of the season, or is the baby born? You know, immediately. Immediately. It starts out with Lori in labor. Lori in labor. I like this idea. Extreme close up from the opening yes. frame. Mm-hmm. Yes. TBS very crowning. It's, yes. Uh... <laughs> come on. How are they going to top last season? Yeah, come on. Very crowning. Is um, so I will good. say one little spoiler hint for you guys, uh, and don't either of you elaborate on this, please. Uh, if we do come back, one of our characters is going to go through a major uh, change, and I think even move out of Gulf Haven. What? Yeah, we can't say who right now, but uh, we have something, something uh, pretty big planned for one of our characters. Whoa, I'm gonna throw that would be it. So sad. I'm gonna throw it out there. It's either it's. I'm gonna say it's Bobby. Bobby. Here's the thing, right? Bobby, yeah, he has this whole group of friends. Bobby needs a love He has his son. He has his ex-wife. But he's grasping at straws in terms of a a, a purpose in life. He hasn't really had one. Maybe he'll just move to the ocean. He might move to the ocean. Or maybe somewhere else that's not in the ocean and has, you know, a place for a golf pro. Like the sky. Like the sky. I (laughs) I can't imagine him without Andy. I know. Well, it's, a, be... it's actually Stan. He's moving to Dallas. Uh, he becomes a rodeo Stan. star. Um, Obviously, yeah. Stan. Child rodeo star. Well, he starts as a clown and he works his way up. Uh, but this is obviously a CW-esque teen drama where he attends a young rodeo academy and, you know, backstabs and fights and has romances yeah. all yeah. at the age of six. It's called Jacked Up. But they have that accelerated <laughs> growth thing going on, so maybe he'll be like 12. Yeah, and then he'll tell everyone in the room, it's not mine. It ain't mine. Perfect. All right, I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. Uh, Let's uh, tell the people where they can find you. Blake, where can the people find you? Uh, Generally at my apartment. Well, uh, Twitter? Do you have a Twitter account? Uh, yeah, Blake McCormick, at McCormick Blake, something like that. I think it's at McCormick Blake, otherwise I I totally tagged the wrong person. McCormick Blake? Don't you dare. I don't know. Jen, D'Angelo, where can the people find you? Uh, I am at Jen S. D'Angelo. Okay. And Melody? Um, at Melody Derlishon. Okay. D-E-R-L-O-S-H-O-N? If you yes. want to know, yeah. Yeah. you can yeah. listen to that to know how to spell it, or you can go to the YouTube version of this podcast and find out right. there. Jenna, where can the people find you? I am always at Jenna Time Tweets. Okay. And you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find all of my stuff, whether it's uh, sketches, vlogs, AfterBuzz TV podcasts, or videos for SourceFed on my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Matthew D. Lieberman. Uh, new shows coming out in the spring. I'm doing Playing House on USA, new sitcom. If you like this, you should probably watch that. Uh, and I'm also doing the new season of Mad Men and Orphan Black on BBC America. I want to thank Good you job. all for joining in, uh, watching, downloading, streaming, listening. You're all the best. See you next year. Good night. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 